Welcome to the Utility Player Podcast. I'm your host. My name is Joe. Let's get started. So first and foremost, welcome to the very first Utility Player Podcast. I am thrilled you are one of the many, many listening to this podcast. Um, And with it being the first episode, I want to introduce to the world what the heck this podcast is about. First and foremost, what does that name mean? Utility player. Am I Brett Holt on the Red Sox? I'm going to play 10 different positions. In reality, what I mean by this utility player podcast is I like to think of myself as having my hand in many different sports, just like a utility player plays all these different positions. So one day, this podcast might focus on basketball, it might focus on football, it might focus on baseball, soccer, it could focus on anything, really. Um, so I like to really, really do a lot of different things here while I'm here and just talk about what's on my mind more than anything. With that being said, I do have to warn you, this is going to have a little bit of a New York bias. I, just, I, I can't cover it up. I have New York Giants season tickets. I love the Giants. I'm going to talk about them a lot. I love the Knicks, even though they stink, but I'm going to talk about them a lot. And, you know, baseball, Yankees and Mets, I'm pretty split, but if I'm talking about baseball, it's probably going to be about the Yankees and Mets. More than anything, I want to keep this fresh and talking about new things. So first things first, what's on my mind today? And I'm going to start with what I think is the most compelling thing happening right now, the NFL draft. There's rumors going around about who the Browns are going to take at one, who the Giants are going to take at two. We all know the Jets are going to take a quarterback, but the top three is in incredible flux right now. And that starts at one. And I think it's pretty rare that we get to a little bit over a week before the draft and we still have no idea who the number one team is taking. I think we can start to work our way through this that it seems as if the Browns are going to take a quarterback. Now, is that Sam Darnold? Is that Josh Allen? Or is it some surprise that we don't know about? Not really sure. It does seem like a really, really high chance that it is still Sam Darnold. I would be pretty surprised if it was Josh Allen, even though rumors are swirling that he has a lot of fans in the building. But I would still probably put it at a good 75% chance that the pick is Sam Darnold. And I think rightfully so. I think he's the best player in the draft. Uh, Best quarterback by far. Can really, really throw the football. Even with that funky little motion, I think he's going to be a special player in the NFL. If I was the Browns, I'd be running up to the podium to take Sam Darnold. Josh Allen, on the other hand, is going to absolutely be a project. And I think the Browns threw a little flames onto this fire when they traded for Tyrod Taylor. Um, In what was somewhat of a surprise move to give up a third-round pick, the Browns position themselves to not start their rookie quarterback week one. And it was a good move for them as a franchise to try and build some stability. But I do think that it does lead to a lot of questions about what they're doing at quarterback in the future. There's no way they could possibly pass up a one-at-one. And I still think they're going to go quarterback. It just maybe stacks the position a little bit more for them. And Josh Allen, as much of a project as he is, I still think he is going to go in the top 10. Um, I would be pretty surprised if he... Maybe the Bills at 12 are his floor, but he's an incredibly talented quarterback, can throw the ball 
almost the entire length of the football field legitimately, but it still would shock me if the Browns did not take Sam Darnold at one. It would be an absolute shock to me. And that's where we get into my team, the New York Giants at two. We're going to play under the assumption that Sam Darnold goes to one just because I think the Giants would be absolute fools if they did not run up to the podium if the Browns took Josh Allen at one. I think it would be a slam dunk that the Giants would take Sam Darnold if he was there at two. He is such a Giants pick, very safe. Um, Even has a little bit of the Eli demeanor in him where it feels like things aren't going to phase him. And that would be especially helpful with the New York media. You know, I don't know what he would do. Uh, if I don't know what the New York media would do if it had someone who had a little bit more personality. But regardless, I do think that we can assume that the Browns are going to take Darnold at one and then at two. Here's where things could get really interesting. The Giants were notorious for letting their draft picks be known to the world. Jerry Reese, thank God they got rid of him used to make things a little easier, easy for the media to figure out who the heck they were picking. Like in the last three years, they've had Eric Flowers. There was rumors going around that they love Flowers. And then you had two years ago, the Eli Apple draft. Everybody in the entire NFL knew the Giants wanted to draft Leonard Floyd or Jack Conklin. So what happens? Both those players get traded up for before the Giants pick. So then they have to settle, settle for Eli Apple who, through all of his potential, is was benched for contract detrimental to the team last year. But I regress. Let's talk about 2018, the Dave Gettleman era. There's been very, very little word out of camp about who the Giants are going to take it to. The only thing that people know is that they seem to really, really like three players. Sam Darnold, who, again, doesn't seem like he's going to be there at two. Saquon Barkley and Bradley Chubb. Now... To take a running back at two would be an incredibly bold move in today's NFL. And more often than not, you can end up with a very, very high-quality starter in round two or later. Even round three or four, you can really get a good running back. But to take that at two overall, you know, this guy better be even better than Adrian Peterson when he first came in the NFL. And that's the question with Barkley. While he's an incredibly gifted player, I just don't know how you could possibly take a running back at two with the positional value. I think you could get Sony Michael from Georgia in round two with the same court, who would produce 90% the same. So it's the kind of thing where I would not be happy with it at two if the Giants took uh, Saquon Barkley. Even then, Bradley Chubb is the other rumor going around at two. And while I think he would be a very good player and fit very, very well into James Betcher's defense, It's, again, the kind of thing everybody's moving up to get the quarterbacks. The Jets just moved up to get three because they think they're getting the quarterback there. Why would you not hold a fire sale for this pick and just trade it for whatever you can? You know, that's the kind of thing that Dave Gettleman's really going to have to think over in the next week. I think that more than likely, if it was my guess, I think they're going to stand pat and take either Chubb or Barkley. But if it was me, hold that pick ransom, trade it for whatever you can because this team is really far away from competing. And they certainly need more picks and more talent. So it's the kind of thing where if it was me, I would trade it. But with Dave Gettleman, I think he's going to stand pat and take one of those two positional players. We shall see in the next week what happens there. Transitioning. Let's talk about what else is happening in the world today, in the world of sports. First off, NBA playoffs. What is going on with the New Orleans Pelicans? 
felt like a month ago or three months ago, this team was dead in the water when Boogie Cousins got hurt. It was not, they weren't going to make the playoffs, weren't going to compete for anything, nothing. Little did we know, this team would get even better when one of their all-stars got hurt. All of a sudden, this team is up 2-0 in the first round of the playoffs versus the Blazers. And everybody in the NBA world knows, playing in Portland, not something that's easy to do. And the, the Pelicans won both those games. Incredibly impressive by the, by the Pelicans. That is... That team's dangerous. I mean, what are you going to do? Anthony Davis playing the way he is. Drew Holiday's playing great. They look like a force to be reckoned with in the Western Conference. You know, if it was me, I, I still don't know if they could beat the Warriors, even if Steph Curry isn't healthy. But it certainly would make the Warriors a little nervous looking at how well they're playing right now. Besides that, one of the other big things in the NBA right now is the Philadelphia 76ers, a team that has lost one game in the past month. They're just playing unbelievable basketball, and they really, really look like the future of the NBA. But you know what the thing is? When you get down into the postseason, everything slows down a little bit. Having no Joel Embiid was absolutely killer last night for them. I feel like otherwise they could have taken that game. But without Joel Embiid, they just couldn't find a way to score enough. And the Heat were able to take it. Dwayne Wade went back in time, played the game of his life this year. And really, really took it to him. It was a good win for the Heat on the road. They held ground. You know, that's what you're supposed to do in the playoffs. Go one and one on the road in the first two, and that's what they did. So now they get back to Miami. Hopefully they can sneak out a win there too. However, the biggest, biggest stories in the NBA right now, besides the Warriors and the Rockets look like they're in a collision course for the Western Conference Finals, which will be an incredible series if Steph can come back. But the biggest story to me has to be the Cleveland Cavaliers. What is going on here? They just lost game one handily to the Indiana Pacers. If they lose game two, and I know LeBron is always like, oh, I can come back from anything. If they lose game two, there has to be some serious doubts creeping into his mind whether or not he even wants to come back to Cleveland next year. This is the kind of thing where there's always been rumors going around. Is he going to go to L.A.? Is he going to go to, there's all these Houston rumors going around now. You know, I still don't know how they make that work in the salary cap. But how can you not be worried that he's going to leave if you're a Cleveland fan, if you go down 2-0 to the Indiana Pacers in the first round of the NBA playoffs? It's the kind of thing that would just be really, really difficult to come back from. And that's when we get back to the the 2010 LeBron where all of a sudden he looks like he's not invested and then all of a sudden they're down, they lose, he just walks off the court like nothing happened. I would really worry about that right now, Cleveland fans, because it really does seem like that's the road we're going down. Who knows what happens in game two because we know with this Cavs team they can just turn it on, and they. but right now they really need to. This team plays zero defense, looks incredibly not together and just no cohesion whatsoever. I'm really, really curious what happens in game two tonight. Could be something. It's one of those things we can have a major, major what if situation if the Cavs lose this game. And I think that's something that I'll certainly be looking out for tonight on the NBA. Moving on, we're going to talk about next week. So this one's short and sweet, this first podcast. It's my first time. Just give me, give me a break. You know, see what happens here. So be sure to give some feedback on iTunes. Let me know what you think. But next week, we're going to talk about more draft. I'll be sure to come on Wednesday uh, so we can talk about the NFL draft. Maybe there's a few rumors that we've figured out and become facts. 
but really try to get more of this top of the draft is really, really going to be unpredictable. And I will even publish my top 10 NFL mock draft next week. And then we'll obviously have more NBA to talk about, see what's going on. What's going on with the Cavs, the Pelicans, and uh, Warriors, obviously. And then from there, maybe we can start to talk about some baseball. You know, it's a little early. We're only about 15, 20 games in right now. But, you know, we're starting to get there. So maybe we can start talking about Mets are playing great. Yankees are still struggling. I think the cold weather is really affecting them. But we'll talk more about what's going on in the world of sports. And I hope you'll come back and listen to the Utility Player Podcast once again. Thanks for listening, people.